yes, please go ahead and have a seat. <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know me, I, I think most, if not all of you do, but just in case, I am Kim Boley. Uh, my husband James and I are the Chi Alpha pastors and directors here at SEMO. Uh, I think a lot of you, or at least most of you, know Simo Kyalfa's theme verse, which comes out of 1 Thessalonians 2.8. Because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. Aww. <laughs> it is so great. You guys have gotten louder, I think, like over the weeks. Um, either that or it's just been a long time since I've been up here. Whatever. I'll take it. Uh, so... You know, I'm going to share some life because that's what we like to do. For those of you, I, okay, you all know that I'm married, okay? Because actually none of you in this room have known me before I was married. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, I've been married for 11 and a half years, you know, to the one and only James Bowley. And I am a big fan of marriage, you know, highly recommend it. Encourage Jake and Jack to do it. They did. It's great. Or at least they tell me it's still great. Uh, <laughs> Big fan, big fan, um, but I, I highly recommend it to the right person in the right time. It's kind of important. Uh, so why do I recommend marriage? Because it's a gift from God. Like you can read about it in Genesis 2 where like God presents the first woman to the first man. It's pretty cool. Um, this does not mean though that marriage is God's will for everyone. <gasps> oh my gosh, did that scare some of you? Uh, sorry if that idea freaks you out. Uh, I have promised to always tell you guys the truth and be real with you all. But odds are you probably will be married. <laughs> Just statistically, that's in your favor. Um, but we want to talk tonight about not just waiting for that to happen. Um, we want to teach you a little bit tonight of, you know, enjoy where you're at. Like, embrace the time that you're at. Um, God willing, I will never be single again. <laughs> uh, but again, mathematically, that means my time of being single was incredibly short, uh, which we'll get into that a little bit. And we want to encourage you guys that in this time that you have to not settle. And settling could mean the wrong person at the wrong time, but it could also mean the right person at the wrong time. Uh, I also would like to encourage you that, hey, guess what? Like, as Christians, like, we want to be more like Jesus. <gasps> Jesus was, like, in his 30s and never got married. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but also, Paul also, like, was single. Like, the guy that wrote, like, a massive amount of the New Testament, also single. Pretty cool. The Bible gives numerous examples of godly adult singles. Honestly, this should be a wake-up call for anybody that complains about being single. Because God shows no partiality to those who are married, and there is no evidence today that he favors married people over single people. So, like I said, none of you in this room, including Jack, have not known me, like have only known me as a married person. Did you know that before James and I got married, before we dated, I too was single? I know, mind blown, right? Because like you just got like, what? <laughs> it's true though, I was single. Um, and the world, like, the thing I've noticed, like, not just, like, in my own experience of being single, but even in my, like, just, I guess, maturing, like, speaking to a lot of different churches, you know, just hearing, like, other college students complain about things, um, I've noticed that, like, I think the world, and even if I'm being very honest, the church as a whole, kind of 
gyps the singles. That people that are single should also be honored just as much as married people. Because there is a gift, like, in being married, but there is also a gift in being single. Because both are, is your life, your living life. And so, tonight we are going to talk about singleness. But I know that, like, because I've gotten this before from other college students, oh, Kim, it's easy for you to talk about singleness. You're already married. Like, you've already got the prize. While, yes, I do consider him a prize. Um, <laughs> I, one, don't discredit my wisdom. But two, all right, fine. I'll bring up Haley to talk about singleness with me tonight. <laughs> so, Haley, come on up and join me. <laughs> So yes, tonight we are mixing it up a bit. I'm having Haley join me for some fun, and tonight we are both going to be talking about singleness. So Haley, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hello. I am Haley. I um, recently graduated from CMO last May, you guys. I, I love CMO. I love you guys, and Jesus changed my life through this ministry. So I'm giving back a year into the ministry that um, poured into me. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> Awesome. Brilliant. Thank you. All right. So before we dive into our fun conversation we're going to have tonight, uh, we'd like to have some Bible verses in mind as we share tonight. Because again, like, I mean, I would hope that you can see that there's some good stuff in the Bible. I think there is. Um, so there's even good stuff about being single, believe it or not, if you actually like open up your mind enough to look for things you may not want to hear about. Uh, so the verses we're going to share tonight are 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 32 through 35. And it is really hard to open my Bible. Like, can you like <laughs> We got the cozy chairs. I'm happy. <laughs> I was reading from the screen. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in an undivided devotion to the Lord. All right. So, just, you know, keep those in mind. We're going to have some fun. So, Haley and I are going to have a conversation about singleness, and we hope this helps you guys in a variety of relationships and with yourself. So, Haley. <laughs> She's super bothered by my, like, casualness. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> As a freshman in college... Did you expect to be single when you graduated? <laughs> Just to let you guys know, some of this, honestly, all of this is not scripted. I'm a very, like, go-by-the-script person, and Kim's like, let's wing it! <laughs> so, <laughs> the questions, yes, but the answers, no. <laughs> Holy Spirit anoints me. So, anyways, that's a really good question, Kim. Um, if I look back to my freshman self, Honestly, no. Like, I imagine myself probably at least in, like, a serious relationship by now or um, on the way to get married. I remember, I think we were at the World Mission Summit, 
which shout out to World Mission Summit. But for one, I was like, oh my gosh, Kim, I can't wait to be married and have like seven kids and all this stuff. And literally like as I encountered though, like Jesus on a serious note, like although I'm completely Haley in myself, like my desires and dreams and goals and all that has really shifted and changed for the better. So that's the, the answer I have. <laughs> Well, if I'm being honest, I, I think I kind of expected to be married right out of college. And to be honest, I was, James and I weren't even dating. He was going to Japan. Like, he wasn't dating anybody. And um, I was, like, a month away from getting dumped. You know, it was just, you know, it was just good times. Um, but, like, there there does seem to be, like, this pattern or this expectation to get married shortly after college is that still a thing like because I mean I feel like you guys get asked all the time when you go home for break like oh do you have a boyfriend yet like you know like oh my gosh like geez I'm just survived finals leave me alone um but like so in just thinking about that and reflecting on that time like um there's there's another verse I've got ready to go Romans 12 verse 2 of do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And as Christians, like, as we become more solid in who we are and what the word tells us about God, like, are we, be, are we okay to not conform to the pattern of this world? To not conform to the idea that, you know, we must be married by the time, like, or at least have an engagement ring by the time we graduate or whatever the case may be. Like, are we willing to be transformed by the renewing of, of our mind and to really discern God's perfect and pleasing will. So what period has been the hardest to be single and why? Yeah, I mean, Kim, you've already hit on some really, really good points. I would say for me this past like year and a half, um, because I am in this season of a great like life shift of graduating from college, entering the real world um, and entering a full time job um, and the transitions within um, friendships, life. And like I just remember it, I wasn't even graduated yet, but it was like a month before and people were like, oh my gosh, when are you graduating? When are you getting married? What are you doing next? And like all these different pressures from from family, from friends back at home, like all these things they kept on like flooding me with. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like my life really doesn't look like I would have thought it would. But also, um, you know, I don't have this perfect timeline. Um, and I, I think that we can sometimes create like this perfect timeline of like, okay, like you go to college, then you find someone at college, then you get married, then you have kids, and then that next step of having kids, you raise them, then you're empty nesting, and like you're always like looking for that next thing. Um, and for me, it, it honestly has been hard. I feel like I've disappointed my family I've in moments, you know. I felt like um, I am behind on life for some reason, when in reality, I'm not. I'm not missing out on anything. Um, and two, we're at that stage sometimes where there are a lot of other people in our lives, whether that's friends or family members that are getting married and like, we have to learn how to celebrate them and to go to all these weddings and like, <laughs> you know, talk about, um, people that are dating within friendships. Like it's just, it's a thing. And like being a missionary is, I mean, not even what I originally expected coming into college. And so, um, honestly, following Jesus costs you everything. And sometimes he takes what you think, you know, your life's going to look like, and he just shakes it up and shakes it up and, and all this stuff. But I can promise you like, man, it, it gets good and it's, it's awesome. So that's what's been hard, <laughs> or at least parts of what have been hard. So, yeah. Well, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what what do you do when you feel like you're the only single person in the world? <sighs> oh, 
try to keep the emotions in. They might come out, by the way. Um, man, yeah. I, they're out of all honesty, because I'm just gonna be real with you guys. You guys are my friends. You guys are my family. Like, there's been a lot of moments. Um, just like after graduation, it feels lonely. Like you might be in the same like town or whatever, or you might leave your town, but like you have solid friendships, but they all shift and change. Um, every single thing in your life shifts and changes, and I've felt really alone like (laughs) I have felt like intimacy has been like wiped from my life or wiped from me um and Jesus has really been able to show me like he fills that need and like everything I've ever really wanted is literally like right in front of me and it's himself um but yeah there's been a lot of moments where I'm like I am literally the only single person on earth like I've I think I've told myself that in my mind and you know I think that we can be real with ourselves of like this is what I'm feeling right now. And I've actually like learned and grown to in the appropriate setting, of course, to actually just cry it out or to be angry or to be mad or to think this for a little bit. But then I just allow myself to be real with myself. Um, And then I don't stay there though. I I try to get back up and I'm like, you know what? Like, (laughs) I'm not going to decide to stay in the sadness or the loneliness or this emotion. Like I've decided over and over again, like, even if I don't feel like it, I'm going to trust God with my life. I'm going to trust God with my relationships. I'm going to trust God with my right now, with my emotions, with my feelings. Um, And so, yeah, there's been um, moments where I'm like, man, I want to compare myself to other people in my life. And, um, you know, maybe you have friends that are dating. Maybe you have friends that are married or getting married. And man, like, it it might feel like you're alone in your life. Like, why is God doing that in their life, but not in mine, you know? And so it's like, God, are you withholding from me? Are you punishing me? Is there something wrong with me? Do I need to change myself? Like, these are all real questions I've asked myself genuinely. And um, I realized that, like, no, like, I need it instead of focusing on that, because all those things are not true, and all those things are coming from an emotion. Like, I try to focus on what I get to do, and what God has actually given me, and I get to grow in thankfulness, um, and celebrate others is a huge thing, because I think we're in a culture that's like, I'm just gonna, you know, celebrate myself, like, woohoo, but it's like, no, like, do you actually celebrate others? Like, do you actually, like, believe God is giving you the best today? Um, And so, um, I think also, like, being able to learn from people that have gone before me, whether that's, like, you and James, or Jake and Jacqueline, like, you guys, we have, like, really great examples in our lives, and we don't need to, you know, forget about those, or put those on the back burner, like, you can watch Kim and James, that's why they're here, I mean, that sounds creepy, but, like, (laughs) whenever I'm over there, I'm like, oh, wow, like, I see how James treats Kim, and Kim respects James, and, like, I watch Jake and Jacqueline, like, I, I think that they're awesome, and I know that they follow Jesus, and want to glorify, you know, Jesus, and their relationships, so I think those are all things that, um, yeah, you can touch on or think about, um, but yeah, there's definitely been moments where I felt like I was the only single person in the world, and it's not true, (laughs) and so, yeah. So then, how do you get your needs met in a healthy way? Passing back and forth, (laughs) it's all good. Um, wow, okay, so yeah, that was the biggest thing. I think I already shared with you guys a lot about how, you know, there are real emotions that come with that and I allow myself to like go through that and like feel it and I'm not having a pity party for myself I'm just literally allowing myself to be healthy rather than like try to repress feelings um I think that Jesus 
literally provides everything that you need in every single moment of your life and every single season. Like it might not seem like it, but like I've seen Jesus like come through with finances. I've seen Jesus come through in friendships. I've seen Jesus come through in my college years. Like I just literally with everything, my family, like um, I really believe that he literally fulfills everything he needs to and he wants to give you that. But sometimes you have to be willing to like seek that out. And so he doesn't want us to be, you know, lazy Christians or he doesn't want us to, you know, just rely on him but not mature. He wants us to mature um, and seek that out in a healthy way. And so to be honest, like this is something new for me. I've had to learn like, oh, my gosh, okay, I'm feeling sad. Why am I feeling sad? And then addressing that sadness and being like, what do I need right now? I need to go laugh with Kaylee and Emily or whoever. Like, so I'll text them. I'll be like, can I hang out with you? You know, or there's been so many times like over break that like I was, you know, at home and I'm like, okay, like I finished doing whatever I need to do. Like, you know, I've been relaxing and stuff, but all of a sudden like it'll hit me of like, oh my gosh, like no one's around me. I'm alone. And like, I really felt lonely. And so I would be like, Kim, can I just come over? And she'd be like, yeah, like, let's watch Lord of the Rings till, like, 2 in the morning. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Or, like, we need community. I need to show up to Chi Alpha service just as much as you guys do because I need you guys. You guys are my family and my friends. And although, like, my mindset is to serve you in small group, like, like, I need you. (laughs) Like, you guys are my friends. And, um, like, I know Caitlin and I had a really good one-on-one last week, and we talked about how we all learn from each other. Like, it doesn't matter what age we are. We we can grow and learn from whatever gender you are, however old you are. Like, I learned so much from, like, Brett and Jacob, Kyle, like, all you guys. Um, and so we need each other. And so really being able to be, like, I'm not going to stay alone in my room, and I'm willing to be brave enough to be real and be, like, I'm going to reach out to a friend just asking to hang out. And honestly, like, that you're serving other people by doing that, by humbling yourself, by being brave, by being bold. Um, And so there's nothing wrong with being and having needs. We all have needs. So if you have any more to touch on this, because I know you got some good stuff. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say, like, you know, as a somebody that's married like I still love and value my single friends and I mean even like last night like you know Haley was over because we were working on this but uh Emily and Kylie were also over because we were just we had our core group meeting and then they just kind of hung out for a little bit and I was like see this like I love this like I don't care that I'm 15 years old I don't know like that I'm like over a decade older than you and I don't care that like I have two kids that you know are sleeping upstairs like I like this like also like pumps me up like I still value the community I still value time spent with people that I love and so like um yeah like we we need each other and it doesn't like I mean that's just across the board and so like um God always will provide answers for us or solutions or whatever it's just one are we willing to seek it out because sometimes it might be hard to notice like it might be hard to like man, like, all my friends are going out for Valentine's Day, which, oh, my gosh, that's why I hate Valentine's Day. Like, college scarred me. Um, But, like, to recognize, like, look, like, I do have people that care about me. Am I willing to, like, humble myself and text them to say, hey, like, can we hang out? Um, And, yeah, like, so are we willing to actually, like, say that we need need something? Because, yeah, like, we'll always have needs. Um, So have you ever, (laughs) I know the answer to this, but uh, have you ever come close to settling because you didn't want to be single? (laughs) Again, we're being real, guys. (laughs) 
Um, yes, there we go. <laughs> there's so much more. <laughs> um, there's definitely been um, a lot of moments of settling and not just like, okay, like someone asks you out and then you're like, oh yes, I'll go because it's just the next person that'll ask me out. But like, no, like I, I'm a tenacious person. Like I love to pursue people and I like to make stuff happen. <laughs> and so like the Lord's really shown me like that's, that's not my job. And, um, but anyways, there's been a lot of times where I've tried to settle. Um, but since I've allowed like community and mentorship and just friends that actually love Jesus into my life, um, there's been a lot of voices um, that have spoken truth over me, even when I didn't want to like receive that or even when things like a cute guy or something comes along and like that felt, you know, great to, you know, go after that guy. But like, Honestly, Jesus' voice became louder and has become louder in my life, and I hope that becomes the same for you guys. Um, I've tried a lot <laughs> to settle, and whether that was, yeah, like, I don't know, not believing that God had the best in mind for me or not, like, I would, there's been a lot of moments I've tried to, like, change who I am. Like, I, I was insecure or have been insecure about my personality, and so I've thought that I have to be very, like, obnoxious and crazy um, to get guys to like me, or I thought, oh my gosh, I need to change the clothes that I wear, because they're not, like, cool enough, or maybe the food I eat, or maybe the movies I watch, or whatever, like, there's been a lot of times I've tried to change me, and, like, that's not what Jesus wants for you or for me. He wants, um, us to be ourselves, and so, um, there's been moments where I've had to listen to community, even when it hurt really bad, um, and just, like, learning to be authentic, like, yeah, <laughs> And, like, learning, too, that, like, you choose to like someone. Like, if you're a solid Christian in the room, like, it shouldn't even be an option to have a crush on someone that doesn't believe in Jesus or someone that's not even, like, strong in their faith. Um, that's that's not an option. Like, there's these non-negotiables that, like, you need to believe um, in and believe in yourself and believe about God um, so that you don't settle. And so I'm really thankful for friends, for Kim, for whoever that has shown me in the past, like, hey, they're not, like, condemning me, like, you need to break up with this dude, Haley. They never said that. They never said, Haley, you're being, like, completely stupid. They said, Haley, you're being stupid, but not completely stupid. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> there's been so many moments of, like, they, they help me to see past those fun feelings and things because they love me enough to speak truth over me. Um, and so, I just, I'm really, really thankful because if it, if I would have settled, I, I wouldn't be up here, man. Like, I wouldn't get to give a year. I wouldn't have gotten to meet you guys, or I wouldn't have even cared because I would have been so caught up in whatever that was or whatever. Like, I'm just really thankful that, like, Jesus always has called me to a higher place and that his voice was louder. Um, and even though I wanted to choose what just felt great or best or whoever the next guy asked you out, like, whatever, like, no, like Jesus has so much more. And so I hope that what you can learn from this is like, don't settle, <laughs> don't settle. Um, so yeah, do you have any thoughts? Has there ever been a moment for you, Kim, that you've almost settled? I want to know. Which time? <laughs> um, in college, absolutely. I dated Frodo for two and a half years um, and not like the actual Frodo from Lord of the Rings. That would have been cool. No, that was the nickname my brother gave him because he was short and had hairy feet. Um, yeah, so I think um, with that one, like, I, I went into dating him because, wow, that was the first Christian that, like, kind of showed interest in me. And then what happened was I grew in my relationship with Jesus and he didn't. 
and um I just kept dating him because I had already put like a year year and a half into it so it was like <laughs> and you know like so at that point like I'm a sophomore and I'm like well like gosh I don't want to start all over again <laughs> like, I mean like this was just honestly part of my process like man I've already like put a year and a half into this um like maybe it'll get better maybe I'll get used to his issues maybe you know whatever um and it just kept going it just kept getting worse and uh I mean just things that I'm like I don't I don't know that I can actually live with this the rest of my life like I might actually kill him uh no no <laughs> uh <laughs> but like it was one of those like wow like I I don't know that I could live with this kind of behavior the rest of my life like and I don't in my mind, divorce is not an option. It was, like, the way I was raised. It's the way I, read, like, see in the Bible. And so I'm like, man, like, but if I marry this guy, I could see myself seeing divorce as an op- oh, excuse me, as an option. And so I'm like, well, that's not good. Then why am I still dating this loser? Uh, like, my, my family doesn't like him. My friends don't like him. As I grow closer to Jesus, I don't think I like him. Uh, why am I? Anyway, I still drug it out for a year. Guys, I dated him for two and a half years. Like, <laughs> and he, he was about to buy a ring. He had a ring picked out when I dumped him. <laughs> but so, yes, like, I almost settled then of just like, you know, like, meh, maybe I'll just see if it gets better. Maybe I can get him closer to Jesus. Um just all these things that, I mean, there's too many horror stories in just that relationship alone. Um, and then I did end up dating another guy, but we actually dated well and neat, like, <laughs> and it was not James, <laughs> but it was one of his friends. Um, and no, it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's such a great story because we dated well, we had good boundaries, like we dated in a healthy way. And it was like one of those things where like, neither he nor I wanted to settle and it wasn't that he was a bad guy by any means like I he's was super great super fun like treated me well yeah he like I was in his wedding um with like his future bride and him like their second date was our wedding um and so like because he wasn't willing to settle and I wasn't willing to settle we both came to the same conclusion at the same time that we needed to end things and so while it was like a bummer because he was he's a really cool guy like and and he thought I was a really cool girl but we were both like look this isn't this isn't going to work and that's okay. Um and so like yeah we broke up and like when James and I started dating like it was one of the few guys that you know James didn't want to kill like or hurt because John treated me well like so yeah. So I didn't, you know, there was no settling with that. And honestly, after getting out of college and I gave a year at Mizzou Chi Alpha and, um, did I date one or two guys after that? John, there, there was the scary guy who turned out to be schizophrenic. And, uh, was that the only one? I mean, I got asked out by a couple of people, but I don't think I went on dates with them. Yeah. Okay. Just the one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> When you get older, you just don't care anymore, like, <laughs> unless there's, like, just a terrifying story in there. Um, <laughs> so I got to the point where outside of college, like, I, I just realized, like, you know, I just don't know what's going on with my life. And I think I'm just okay with that. And so, like, I wasn't, will, like, I just didn't care to date anybody. I mean, I did date a guy, like, and realized pretty quickly, like, no, or uh, no, you're kind of crazy. Um and, you know, I did get asked out by a couple of guys, but, like, it just was, you know, I'm like, eh, you know, thanks, but no thanks. And it was okay. And I just didn't, I became more confident in who God made me, like, the further I got out of college, if that makes sense. Just because, like, I, like, man, I, I, I think I kind of like myself. Like, <laughs> like, I am fun. Like, <laughs> and, like.
like, you know, like, man, like, yeah. So I think the closest I came to settling was that first major relationship in college. And it was very hard for me to let it go. And it was very hard for me to, like, transition out of that relationship. But then, like, in coming through on the other side and just, you know, really embracing, like, who I am and, like, who God designed me and, like, just who I wanted to be, I wasn't willing to settle after that. So, all right, so we're going to shift gears again because I think we've established that, um, you know, singleness is not always easy. You know, there's some rough times in there. And you know what? That's okay. Like, that's fine. Um, so as Haley and I were preparing for this, though, uh, we, we kind of went down some fun tangents. I'm not going to lie. Um, and so <laughs> there seems to be, like, in Christian circles anyway, um, a very awkward phrase that... <laughs> What do you think about the phrase, I'm in a season of singleness? <laughs> ah, it's annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. But I, I'm not going to lie. I'm so saying it all the time. I suck. Anyways. Whew. Okay, so I think, you know, our generation's not always the best about being, like, present and, like, actually, like, focusing on, like, oh, my gosh, like, in this moment, like, I'm sitting next to Cam, I'm speaking. Like, we don't, we're always ready for the next thing or the next best thing. And so then we miss out on literally, like, what God is doing right in front of us. So I think God's really shown me, okay, like, <laughs> don't focus on this, like, being some kind of season and, like, you know, because it's winter right now. It's freezing cold outside. Like, don't wait for spring to come to, like, have fun or, you know, go outside or whatever, like, seasons. <laughs> I, this is really all I have to say besides, yeah, I was like, don't wait for spring or summer to come have fun in the flipping snow. That's literally what I wrote. So please add on. I mean, yeah, no, it's true. Like this, this whole idea of like, I'm in a season of singleness. Like, oh, do you have a date on when that's going to end then? You know, like, do you have like light at the end? I mean, like, I know on the calendar when spring's going to hit, but I mean, it's Missouri. So who knows? But like, yeah, like I'm in a season of singleness. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I call it life, but okay. Like, you know, like you're living, like, yeah, like just, I mean, <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? Like, what? like, anyway, it just cracks me up. I'm a word person. So phrases kind of like, you know, hit hit me in strange ways um okay so we you and I both have had friends tell us something like <laughs> like I'm just having college flashbacks um <laughs> well I'm just not dating for like six months right now <laughs> or whatever time frame you want to put on it and like this one always cracks me up because when, my, when I would have friends say that I'm like okay, you purposely said that in front of that guy because he's totally crushing on you and you just don't have the heart to tell him no. Like, <laughs> but you're hoping that that other guy will ask you out and, like, let me guess, if he does, you, oh, I'm, my, my season of singleness is over. Like, <laughs> I saw so many people do this and it's just awful. And it's like, what? no, no. Um, and I, I do get that, like, okay, like, I you know, I need to be single right now because there's some issues I want to work on. Okay, cool. But that's so you can work through those issues. It's not, well, in six months, I'll be perfect and ready for a guy. Like, no, no, you won't. <laughs> so yeah, like, again, it's one thing if like, okay, like, I need to be single because there's some stuff that I know God's wanting me to work on. Cool, work on that stuff. But don't like, put like a specific deadline on it of like, you know, I'm going to be working on this until... <clears throat> that guy asked me out and then then I'll be good like it'll be fine 
Do you have anything else to add to that? <laughs> we laughed a lot when we were putting this together, just like sharing ridiculous stories of just things our friends would say and just, oh my gosh. Um, all right, well, let's move on to like the fun stuff about being single. Um, because we've, yeah, we've hit on the fact like, yes, life is hard. Like it is hard whether you're single or married. Guess what? <laughs> Shocking life still happens. <laughs> But yeah, we're going to hit on the fun things about being single. So what do you currently enjoy the most about being single? <laughs> I love a lot. Um, I feel like I've gotten to adventure and meet a lot of people. I've gotten to do a lot of really fun things. Uh, man, there's countless things. But the ones I really want to talk about are, um, yeah, I think for me, like learning how to dream bigger, dream bigger for myself, dream bigger for this life, dream bigger for God's kingdom. Um, and also like <laughs> God, like asking me over and over again, like Haley, who do you want to become? Like, that's literally been a question. Like he's put on my heart for like two years now of like, who do you want to become? And I feel like that always gets me in this mindset of like, how am I living my life? Like, what can this actually look like? How can this glorify God? Like every, from the time I wake up, from the time that I go to bed, like I want this holistic lifestyle that is reflecting Jesus. And so like, he's taught me like, Hey, like have this devotion to him. Like, do I actually read his, his word? Like before college, I'd never read the Bible before. And so coming in, like it was very new and exciting. I was like, <laughs> like, I want to read all of this. Like I want to understand it. And then like, I think there's some seasons too, <laughs> seasons <laughs> in your life where you're like, Oh my gosh, like the Bible's kind of boring, but like, no, like, am I having this con consistent like devotion to Jesus throughout my whole life? And I'm choosing that now rather than like, Oh, like when I'm married to someone, then like we'll read the Bible together or something, you know, or something like that. So devotion to Jesus, like also what do my relationships look like? Like, am I glorifying God with my friendships, with my um, relationship with my parents? Like, do I treat them right? Do I love them well? Am I serving them? Or my finances? Like, how do I want to spend my money? Like, do I want to give to missions? Yes. <laughs> do I want to, like, you know, spend a bunch of money on clothes or whatever? Like, no. Like, I, you know, like, there's just, how do you want to use your money even to, to glorify God? Do I have a budget? Um, and also, like, being called to ministry. Like, that's been such a cool thing in my life. And, like, I get to see, like, who is Haley in ministry? Like, what is my my part? How can I use the gifts that God has given me and the resources God has given me to literally give out as much as I can, to love as well as I can? Um, and being able to do, like, Kyle International stuff. Like, that's been one of the biggest highlights of my life, like, this year. <laughs> and, like, just seeing that progress and happen um, has been incredible. Um, and so really just, yeah, focusing on the things that I get to do. I get to be with you guys. I get to live life with you guys. I get to be a missionary. Um, I get to be in the same state as my family and love them and go visit them. Like, um, there's been many things and like being able to be invited to to different things that I wouldn't have if I was married because people are like well they're not available you know and so I've been invited to do different things I've never done before and that's been super fun and exciting and so yeah I could go on and on those are a couple things so yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> my bad yes Kim has her script so Kim all right what piece of advice would you tell your younger single self well uh I mean I hit a little bit of what I was like in college but I think the the biggest thing I would tell my younger self is don't add to the baggage like your your baggage or his um because 
knowing that I should have broken up with that first guy and not doing it, I just added more like issues, if that makes sense, or more more scars and more um, problems to work through both for him and for me. Um, so yeah, like, I think that would be like, just to be okay with what was the unknown at the time. Um, and sparing both of us a lot of pain, if that makes sense. So. That's really good. <laughs> oh, I wasn't paying attention to my script. Uh, so Haley, what does it mean to be content being single? This is good. Um, being content with being single. So I think our walk, our life, our journey, whatever you want to call it with Jesus is much like a race. Like it even talks about that in Hebrews and everything. Like I think something that's really stuck with me is to stay in your lane. Like I like sports a lot. I don't know about you guys, but like stay in your lane. Like do what he's actually asked you to do. Are you being obedient? Are you running with him? Are you running next to him? Are you running to him? Like I think you come to the point of when, and what do I mean by that is like when you're going to experience moments of comparison, when you're going to experience moments of loneliness, when you're going to try to settle, when it feels like Jesus has left you, like those things are going to happen. And so I always say actually when instead of, oh, like I'm not going to allow myself to like feel that if that makes sense. Um, and so those those things are going to come and being mature enough to realize just because I'm growing in my faith doesn't mean I'm way beyond that or past that, that those moments are still going to creep up, that the enemy's still going to try to speak lies into your life. Um, but like, what are you going to do with that? And like, you've asked me that so many times, like, what are you going to do about it, Haley? And I'm like, Ugh. I literally am very dramatic. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but like, what are you going to do with that? Um, and so having like a plan with those things of like, I know myself to this point of when I, when one of those things creeps up loneliness, I'm like, I need something right now and I'm going to seek Jesus through asking Kim to hang out at her house or I feel like I'm comparing myself. I'm going to literally share that with a friend of like, I, I'm doing that right now and I, I don't want to like stay in that. I don't want to choose that Kim, but like I need your help and like literally asking friends for help or um, yeah. So like when those things come, being real with yourself and like actually allowing God to transform you from the inside out so that you can be a better whatever your name is <laughs> like you know like Haley, or Jesus has just been really kind to me and been like Haley like no like further than this or Haley like no like honestly better than this <laughs> or Haley no like let's move forward um and so actually seeking like the things that matter to God rather than the world um yeah and so I think it's a whole attitude thing for sure um but yeah I think you can become content in these ways do you have any ways that you can be content or anything that hits you I think recognizing too that like it can come and go like there can be I mean I know like when I was at Mizzou like uh gosh it was my second year because of my awesome apartment uh and I just remember being like man like I think I really love my life like keep in mind I wasn't dating anybody um but I was like man like that's my car I parked out there like there's no payments on it it's, it was a sweet red grand am with tinted windows like oh it was great uh and I was like man that's my car and like this is my apartment and like this is my life and like you know if God told me to go to Europe for the summer like to do missions I could do it like I could just go you know like and it was just so awesome and but then like that doesn't mean that like five days later I'm not crying myself to sleep <laughs> like okay like <laughs> like and yet I really do think like 
overall I was content being single but there were still like moments of sadness and there were still moments of like loneliness in that but it's one of those like okay but overall like do I see the bigger picture like overall like can I say that I am happy you know um and if not like still working to that okay well what what emotions do I need to like process like what's actually what need is in me that I need to actually address um so yeah that was that's really cool. Yeah, I think for me, like, it's been very similar of, like, I've literally had moments in the middle of the night where I'm, like, <gasps> and I'll literally get up from my bed. I'm, like, I'm a missionary. Oh, my gosh. And, like, I'll just, like, start freaking out. I'm, like, I'm literally graduated or, like, I'm an adult now and I'm paying bills. Oh, my gosh. Like, I'll just, like, freak out. But I'm also at the same time, like, I'm literally living, like, the dream life. Like, I love I'm getting to, like, learn to love myself and who I am and even, like, the personality things that I'm, like, oof or, you know, like, whatever, like yeah like we get to do so many things and I think it's a lot about gratitude so thanks for sharing that um but I have a question <laughs> how can you be a single person and glorify slash honor God with your life <laughs> uh, I think I would first reword it to how can a person glorify and honor God um I mean, like, you know, like, uh, seriously, though, like, so, like, first start with that, like, okay, just how can I as a person, you know, glorify and honor God, uh, but I think then beyond that, like, if you are single, then um, just looking at that perspective of keeping in mind that you need to glorify and honor the people around you, um, and so, like, whether that's, like, you think a guy or girl is cute, or, you know, like, are you respecting, you know, them as well? Um, but that also doesn't change when you get married, you know, like, it's not like when James and I said, I do that suddenly there were no more cute guys around. Like, and I mean, there were times like at Mizzou, like, especially when we first got married, like sometimes he and I would get hit on by other people, like, <laughs> cause sometimes people don't care if there's a ring on your finger. Um, and so like, just, you know, in having to deal with that too, like, you know, that this, temptation doesn't go away just because you've won your prize or whatever you know like and it, like there's so much more to it than that um and so like learning how to glorify and honor God before it gets to that point builds the muscle to where you can have an awesome and strong marriage but if you don't work on that as a single person it's going to be I, I can't even fathom how much harder that would be if I didn't have that practice ahead of time of like no like I mean, I was at Mizzou, like, there's a lot of, like, college guys there, and when I first got there, I was like, oh my gosh, like, the pickings are so much better at Mizzou than Missouri State, um, and, you know, I was the like, whoa, you know, um, <laughs> I will always be real with you all, um, but, you know, in one of those, like, okay, no, look, like, I am here for a mission, like, I am here for purpose, like, I am freshly single, like, I just need to, like, breathe, like, I just need to, like, uh, you know, I'm an adult now. Oh my gosh, I have bills. Like, let's focus on these issues with myself first before I start, like, you know, paying attention to cute guys around me or whatever. Um, so yeah, like that, that's how I would answer that. Uh, Haley, how is singleness a gift? Boom. Singleness is a gift. Uh, kind of touching that. I want to do, I want to touch on what you were just talking about too, of like, relationships like with the opposite gender like that's something like one of the biggest and coolest like things that I've gotten to learn because um, like knowing my past like self and habits like it literally didn't matter what guy I was around if I was around them and like hung out with them often I would develop a crush on them um, or if one guy was just like literally show that he loved Jesus or something I'd be like oh my gosh I would like I literally like idolize that person 
it's embarrassing, but I'm just trying to be real. So like over the years, I've really gotten to like learn how to genuinely like respect and honor dudes. Like I, I love you guys. Like, I think you guys are awesome and you have so much to teach and offer us, um, too, as like women. And like, I want to be a good friend to you guys. And so, um, I think really like learning, like, what can that look like? And like, it's obviously in a group setting. Um, but yeah, (laughs) so just wanted to touch on that really quick, but yeah, how, how is singleness a gift? Singleness is a gift, um, because like I have all these benefits, like I can literally go wherever, do whatever during whatever time, eat whatever, ah, (laughs) and like serve others. And like, I've learned that like, I can literally invest in other people's marriages. Like I can serve them by babysitting their kids so they can go on a date. (laughs) or like I can uh you know literally have this room and this time to allow Jesus to heal me in ways that I didn't even understand or realize I needed healing in um and so and I get to learn and grow and I'm really as a single person like it is this gift because like you're not missing out on anything you're actually experiencing everything (laughs) and it's so awesome (laughs) Um, learning how to live life, learning how to um, meet new people, learning how to serve wherever there's literally a need. And so um, it's been a real gift and it's, it's amazing. Like sure, there's a lot of moments where I was real with you guys of like, man, I feel lonely. I feel this and that. But like overall, like I get to do this. I I get to do all these things. And like, I'm just really, really grateful um, that, yeah, like this is where God has me and what he has me doing. um, Because that's what makes it a gift and like I'm learning about myself so that I can be better used for his kingdom because honestly like that's way more important like <laughs> like a relationship will be fun one day and I I literally am so already pumped for that but like if that was in my life like I'd be really distracted from God and so like just like this undistraction this um just pursuit of Jesus um and people has been the most incredible gift I could ever have I mean Jesus is but you know what I mean so yeah Do you have any thoughts, though, about singleness being a gift, or did we touch on everything? Cool. Okay. Life is a gift. We're breathing. We're, we're awake. We're here. All right, Kim. So how can we honor slash love our future spouse as a single person? <laughs> um, I think the first thing that came to my mind when we were talking about this is to learn how to value who you are, that, like, you are awesome, but if you do not believe that, no one will really convince you. Like, it might in the moment, like, especially, like, just, you know, hey, like, James asked me out. But, like, I mean, I still am really insecure about who I am and have all these issues. Like, but he made me feel good because he asked me out. Like, cool. Like, you might be at that level for a little bit. But if you date, like, long term, like, it's not it's not enough. Like, um, and so learn how to value who you are. Like, actually understand how awesome you really are because when you can have that kind of like self-worth and that kind of confidence like you're no longer like half a person hoping that another half a person makes you whole instead you are whole and then when you find another whole person you then have a healthy relationship or your odds are much better at having a healthy relationship and so how can you honor and love your future spouse as a single person learn to value and love yourself um Uh, how can those of us that are married or even those that are dating um, how can we love our single friends well this is good okay so I think like yeah if you're 
married or dating someone and you have a single friend like don't assume that they're like just really depressed or sad like <laughs> like sure there are moments of course like we were talking about like I've talked about like my personal things but like literally like don't treat them like they're different or something because they're not like <laughs> um <laughs> and also don't like hold back from like what Jesus is doing maybe in your relationship in your life because like our single people want to hear about that too if they're a genuine friend and they care and love about you like they want to hear about that and so don't assume where they're at or don't assume what they're thinking and just ask like genuine questions about how they're doing um, but yeah, I think that that's been something that's happened to me many of times of like people just assume like I'm really sad or something and like sure like there's been moments again but like no like that's not what I'm staying in like I want friends to trust me enough to know that like I'm pursuing Jesus and he's like redeeming and you know restoring those things so yeah do you have any thoughts about that? I mean well in the same way like it's one of those like <sighs> again I don't think people give single people enough love <laughs> because like you know oh like is Haley so sad because she doesn't have somebody for Valentine's Day? Well, you know what? Are you sad because your husband, like, just didn't even know it was Valentine's Day? Like, you know, like, <laughs> so just, you know, like, I, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's great. It's his birthday. <laughs> like, it's fine. I just don't like Valentine's Day, so he has different issues to deal with. Um, but no, I mean, like, it's just one of those, like, oh, like, I don't know, like, should we invite Haley to this thing? Like, because, like, the rest of us that are going are couples. Um, is she a person? Like, do you want to, like, not exclude people? Like, then you should invite people. Like, um, you know, it's just one of those, like, you know, married or single or date. Like, it, it, there's not this hierarchy of, like, validation. You know, like, there's not, like, oh, cool. Like, oh, well, now that Jake and Jack are married, I guess it's okay to invite them to hang out. Like, you know, like, no. Like, we, we were inviting them to hang out before that, you know, like. whatever like you know there's not there shouldn't be like okay well we're only inviting the dating people like okay now you're being exclusive like now you're the problem not your single friends (laughs) sorry just (laughs) um yeah so hopefully that kind of yeah love your single friends because they're people my goodness uh (laughs) so here are some questions we received from you all um The first one, how do I honor, I'm going to read this slow. All right. Uh, How do I honor someone while wanting to pursue them, but knowing I am not ready to date? (laughs) Like, no, I mean, I don't know. Okay. um, You don't. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) I mean, okay, just to be honest, like, it, then you're being selfish because it sounds like you want to pursue them so that they don't get interested in somebody else. But if you're not ready to date, then honor them by letting them be free to date. Does that make sense? Like, okay. So you honor them by not pursuing them. Now, if you are, re- I'm, if you are ready to date, then pursue them and ask them on a date. <laughs> but that's a, conversation for next week um (laughs) but yeah like stop stop being selfish because like to me like that's what it says is like hey I want you to know that I'm interested but I'm not I'm not gonna do anything about it but don't get interested in anybody else you know like um no that's just jerky um do you have anything to add to that (laughs) yeah leave them alone you kept it simple I kind (laughs) of I got a little into it um (laughs) So, okay, we kind of touched on this a little bit. Like, how do I have a good relationship with the opposite gender without leading them on? Like, how do I say, hey, I want to hang out with you without it sounding like a date? (laughs) 
Oh boy. <laughs> Do not go on a one-on-one with them. <laughs> That's a date. I have made this mistake with boys. <laughs> mistake. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Because, like, it, like literally, like, that's, <laughs> you need to honor yourself but, and, like, set yourself up for victory, but also honor other people. Like, it, you can't go on a one-on-one with the opposite gender without leaving, probably developing a crush on them or end up liking them. Or you probably already like them and then you finally were just real with yourself. Oh, my gosh, I like them. <sighs> so, yes, like, <laughs> hang out in a group setting. Like, that's, that's why we're all here. Like, we need girls and guys here. Kai Alpha is not just a girl thing it's not a sorority not a fraternity <laughs> like we need we need both genders like we all are a part of like you know god's kingdom and like we need each other We're brothers and sisters um and learn to be friends like i said like with the opposite gender without like leading them on so i think leading them on could be like touching them all the time or always making sure that you are around them and that they notice you like i would purposely do this <laughs> and go out of my way and try to sit by a dude or something you know like and it's like there there's a difference like when you really value people you're gonna be careful about that and it, it's sometimes really difficult and hard though because you're like sometimes as Christians we're all just really happy all the time and always laughing and all this fun stuff and so it appears like oh my gosh like the other person might think that you like them because you're having a bunch of fun together um, but I think that in a group setting, it's totally appropriate to like get to know people. Um, but yeah, make sure that you don't, don't go on a one-on-one. Don't, don't do it. it. There's so many other things to say, but I just can't think of them in this moment. So. Um, so I think the other thing to think about too is like, you know, I, like uh, there are some awesome people in this room. Okay. Like guys and girls, like, I mean, I, like, I genuinely love getting to talk to each of you. Like, and how different everybody is, and it is awesome, um, and I think, like, at the same time, like, knowing, like, um, trying to think, how, do, how did I word this last night, uh, that, okay, like, Luke is a freshman, I just met him back in August, and I think he's pretty cool, like, and I think it's great that he's helping out, running sound, he's been around more, he's, you know, helped Jake with all the sound stuff and everything, and, like, yeah, I would like to know Luke more. At the same time, I'm not going to be like, hey, Luke, I want to get to know you more. Like, that's awkward, right? Like, okay, why is it awkward? Because I'm married, (laughs) like, (laughs) and, like, just the straight, yeah, James, like, like, okay, so here's the thing, like, you have to keep that in mind, too, of, like, okay, like, Luke is going, I statistically, Luke is going to be married one day, and so why would you say something like that, like, ladies, to, like, a guy when, like, that's somebody's future spouse, and at the same time, you have a future spouse. Now, granted, I don't know, maybe one of you ladies will marry Luke, I don't know, but, like, that's not the point, like, that's not the right timing, and let's not settle for, like, the wrong time. Um, and so, like, but it's one of those things you can still honor each other by being, like, you know, um, like, Kyle, you're cool. Like, you're a cool guy. Like, thanks for designing the shirts, and, like, I really appreciate your heart. Like, hey, I'm validating what I have seen in him, and I am, like, honoring him and his work, but I'm also not being creepy <laughs> and saying, like, I want to hang out with you more. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, it's nice. Like, he's on staff more. I do get to see him more, and I have gotten to know him better over the years. But I didn't have to be creepy and single him out to do it. So, um, 
So what do you recommend someone should do if they are crushing on someone but feel that they shouldn't be dating right now? So it's like the same question, but flipped. So, (laughs) I mean, obviously it's the same of like, leave that person alone. Like you can admire someone, but do it from a distance. Like, I think that, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of times where people have a crush on someone, um, but they're like internally, like they're literally going through all this junk in their life. And that if they started dating someone during that time, like it would literally put that junk on someone else. And so like, I think the Lord really wants us to travel light. He wants, you know, our burden to be light. Um, And, you know, it's not to say that God could still work in, like, a very difficult time or whatever in your life. But, like, um, you don't need to develop a reliance on that person. Um, And so why don't you love and serve whoever it is you want to date well in this moment and now by working through that and then asking them out. And honestly, if you think about it, like the more days go on, like you can trust that, oh, wow, they're probably growing closer to Jesus too. And like the more you wait, the better it's going to be when you get to start dating. And so, yeah. (laughs) So do you have any final thoughts, Kim, about this last question or anything about singleness? You think we touched a lot? Uh, I mean, I think we covered it. I think, you know, I do have like a couple of, I mean, let's be real. I got a lot of thoughts and it was hard to kind of narrow everything down. Um, But uh, I'm trying to think which thought to go down to. Um, I think, first of all, like marriage is not automatically better than being single. Like there is no hierarchy. Um, Getting married should not be your goal. Um, and honestly, like, I'm trying to think how to word this. It bothers me, and I very much make sure not to do this myself because I have been the single person that gets these questions. But I've married people, and honestly, really no one should put a burden on single people to get married. I know that's our culture. I know that's the expectation. I know what it's like to go home and extended family members being like, oh, like, what happened to that guy you were dating for two and a half years? Well, you know what? He was freaking crazy, and I dumped him. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yes, I don't care that I'm at my brother's wedding alone. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> like, but, like, singleness and marriage are both gifts from God that people can and should use for the glory of God. And we should honor both. And I think, honestly, singleness just gets gypped. And I kind of wish, and I'm glad that I was around people like at Mizzou, Chi Alpha, that like no one ever put pressure on me. Now, they might have made fun of me when I did get asked out by a couple people. Um, but like that was more of like, oh, now why did you say no to him? Well, Tom, you know, he's not a Christian. Like, <laughs> you know, and just like having good natured fun. But like there was never any pressure to get married, like, with my friends that were on staff at Mizzou Chi Alpha, and it was such a safe place, and such a place for me to, like, feel comfortable, and to grow more into myself, and so, um, yeah, that's all I would have to say. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Spark some thoughts. Just, like, seeing how Jesus really does give you everything you need in every season, like, um, like, staff, like, they're honestly, like, my family. (laughs) Like, they are, they're my people, Um, and my roommate even like has become such a close friend like Jesus is giving you the things that you need and just like being able to grasp that and um and love it um man yeah there are some other things but I think I forgot um yeah I think that it's been really nice being around people that do like love me for me and like 
see me as someone that's valuable and that I wouldn't be more valuable being a married person. Like, um, sometimes when I go back home, my, my family's literally like, they haven't like caught up with like how much I've grown here. And so like, I just want to like be there for you guys of those of you who have like really grown with Jesus just within one semester, however long you've been here and you go back home and it feels like your family doesn't even know who you are anymore. (laughs) And then they're like, you need to be this, this, and this, like know that like, uh, no one can really replace your family, but like Jesus gives you a family here and a safe place. So know that like you guys are really loved by us. And if you ever have any more questions really about anything about singleness or dating, like we want to answer them. We love questions. <laughs> um, and I've been able to honestly use the things that like I would want maybe a guy or something to ask me I just take that out honestly on my small group girls like Kaylee and I literally went on like a really long drive last week and I just was like let's play 20 questions baby and like we literally just played 20 questions and I was like oh my gosh like this filled what I wanted and what I needed and it was in a healthy way and like that's Jesus like I think sometimes we think that Jesus is just like oh my gosh like just I'm not be I'm not saying scripture is nothing. Scripture is everything. But like sometimes as Christians, we're like, Jesus is limited to this thing when it's like, no, it's literally through people. Um, And he gives us the people that we need. And I've seen him build that over the years of like what I need for this time. And so I didn't even know like years from now that, that I'd be doing this, that I would need Kim or I'd need Jacqueline or whoever, like, but God knew. And so he allowed them to be here and be in my sphere and they can influence me and I can influence others. So I think that's like the final thought I had about those things. Um, but also you guys, I have this friend, Micah Keneally. Some of you might know her. Some of you might not. She's literally the super cool woman. She actually works for Chi Alpha now, um, up in Minnesota, but she, through her singleness, through a really, really, really rough time in her life, she actually like wrote this journal. And so what this is is called the Worth the Weight Journal, and it sounds cheesy, okay, <laughs> but it's not. It's actually really cool. Um, it's this really cool, like, obviously journal, but, like, prompts that you can pray over your future spouse with, like, scriptures and stuff, because I think there's been a lot of times where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I want to love that person already, but I don't know how, <laughs> besides, like, you know, talking to, like, him or something about it, but it's like, no, like, these are already prompts that are made for you, and so you can literally, like, use this journal to your future spouse or pray for them Um, and it's not something you do like every day like I honestly go months or whatever without and I'm like oh yeah I'm thinking about this right now I should probably like take that out on journaling and like actually pray for this person rather than just sitting and being like only Kylie got me Toblerone for Valentine's Day oh my god like (laughs) whatever like no like I can literally like already honor them and love that person. Um, but anyways, Micah is super awesome. She loves us. She's been praying for you guys. Um, and basically she gave us this promo code. So if you are interested in this journal, I'm sorry, but it's not just for girls. It's for guys too. If you want to do that with, you know, for your future spouse, like we have this promo code. So it's going to be a lot cheaper than, um, 46 It's going to be $30. So if you're interested in that or want to take a look at it, I'm just going to like throw it up here. And again, like if you're embarrassed or something, you don't have to like tell anyone about it. It's whatever. <laughs> but I just I found it to be super helpful and cool. And so um, she also has the website where you can order that. Um, and yeah, use the XA SEMO 2021 promo code. Get your discount. And we'll post it, post that info in our Facebook group, too, in case you uh, missed it.
So yeah, well, thank you so much for sharing, Haley. Um, so as 1 Corinthians 7, verse 35 says, in case you already forgot it, uh, I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. And we know, like, some of this stuff might be hard to wrestle with, or maybe you just don't agree with us, or whatever. Like, um, we're still here for you, and you can totally meet up with us. Uh, we covered a lot, and we know that you might even have more questions now. And as Haley said, we love questions. That's totally cool. Uh, and, you know, we just wanted to kind of get that conversation started. Um, I know any of us on staff are more than willing to meet up with you. All you have to do is ask. Um, so just throwing that out there. So uh, one other thought that I had was, well, okay, let's wrong. I have two other thoughts we're going to hit on. Um, so when you are single, um, you're going to be that way when you're dating. And you'll be even more so when you're married. Now, you can put up a good front when you're dating. Like, I mean, you can. Like, because, you know, like, you get all, like, I got to, like, get my hair perfect. And I'm going to have somebody come over and do my makeup. Or, you know, like, like you can put up the good front and, like, keep things kind of contained. But uh, the longer you date, like, those things are going to, you know, get chipped away. And your real self is going to be revealed for better or worse. And guess what? When you're married, there's this phrase called the honeymoon phase is over or whatever. Um, what that means is that, okay, reality is hit. And like, you know, James and I definitely know each other better now, like after being married for an 11 and a half years than we did when we were in college. And we knew each other for four years in college. So we were like three and a half. Um, and so like, who you again like who you are as that single person like that's what you're offering that person when you start dating for better or worse and so like just kind of keeping that in mind of like am i am i ready to offer the best version of myself and that doesn't mean you need to be perfect oh dear lord no i'm so not perfect now oh man um but i had worked through a lot of my junk before james and i even dated and i was like very confident in who i am i knew where i stood with my relationship with jesus and i knew like because let me be honest like i was crushing on that guy for a long time before he asked me out and but it was one of those like man when he did like i was so stinking giddy and i i mean like seriously i was jumping up in my apartment i mean like yeah and but it was so cool because I never once was like oh but I don't deserve him it was like no like he asked me out and I get to go out with James Bowley like and I was totally excited all pumped all like excited and very much like dude like yes now is the time like this is gonna be awesome so uh, and I think the final thing is, like, a root of a lot of this, I think, comes from insecurity of, like, whether that's, like, we don't feel secure about ourselves, we don't have confidence in ourselves, but I think a lot of it comes down to, like, do we trust God? Like, do we trust this big piece of our life and our heart to him? We say a lot, like, at least here in Chi Alpha, that who you marry is the second biggest decision of your life because it's the second biggest commitment you can make. And dating is the prologue to marriage. The first biggest decision of your life is to follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you trust him for your salvation, which is much longer and more consequential, how can you not trust him with the second biggest part of your life? So with that in mind, uh, we're going to wrap up tonight. If you all close your eyes and bow your heads. Wow, I had to really think about that. Uh, we're just going to help eliminate distractions so you can focus a bit more. <sighs> um, I know I don't know everyone's story. I'm definitely not even going to try to pretend that I do. 
Um, but I, man, every time I want to give an opportunity to start a relationship with Jesus. If you're here tonight and you want to start your own relationship with Jesus to make that biggest decision, like to become a Christ follower, I want you to raise your hand and make eye contact with me right now. Well, for the Christians in the room, uh, you, man, you are at a prime moment of your life where you have the space and the freedom and ability to grow in every way. That can be both scary and exciting. I know I've been there. Uh, And whether you're dating or you feel as single as can be, you still need community. We need each other. What are you doing in this time of your life with the gift that has been given to you? How are you using this time to become more like Christ, to become ready for the right time to the right person? I know, like, this was obviously very focused on uh, singleness and relationships through the lens of Christianity, but I hope you know that there is real wisdom here in what we shared tonight. And if you have questions or anything at all, I would challenge you to reach out to someone uh, on our leadership or staff team and just have more conversation. Um, We're going to open up some time to pray, and um, you guys can all open your eyes now. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Uh, I'm a little rusty up here. Uh, So what we want you to do right now is we want you to get up out of your seats and find one person from your small group. Now, if there's an odd number, it's fine. Be in a group of three. That's okay. Um, Make sure you have your mask on. but I want you to find somebody from your small group. Oh, and if you're not in a small group, just you know, pick a small group for tonight. Uh, and I want you to ask each other these questions. One, do you trust God with your future, specifically when it comes to being single? Uh, oh, and just to clarify, the Bullies and the Rankins are the only people that are married. Legally, the rest of you all are single. Uh, just legally, that's how it is. <laughs> uh, and you shouldn't act like you're married until you're married, but that's another topic for another night. Uh, So what area of your life do you think God might be calling on you to work through? Uh, That could either be like healing from past relationships or even current mindsets so that you can be healthier for the right person at the right time.